Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Biggs, with 13th Step Tone Solutions. Jonathan Grissom, More Bands Media. How you, how you doing today, buddy? I'm good, man. This podcast is brought to you by yours truly, 13th Step Tone Solutions and More Bands Media. That's how we roll. I finally got it set up, man. I'm ready to go. I got my accounts ready. I'm, I'm ready to make some purchases and get this show on the road, man. So hopefully we'll make some things happen here if we quick. Speaking of 13 Step Tone Solutions, Skylar Tudor, uh, Skylar Tudor is in with us today. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Man, uh, we had a, a last-minute reschedule, and we were kind of wondering, like, what should we do? And uh, shout-out to Jerry Lowlife. We got him back on for December. We were going to meet him over at his place, or he was – I don't remember. But, anyway, we'll, we'll hook up next month. But uh, you're the first guy I had on tentative for 2023, so I'm like, I guess it's only fair he gets the first dibs. So – Thanks for coming in and sitting with us, man. Yeah, glad to be here. Always a pleasure. What's new with you, man? Uh, you brought my baby. I'm glad to see the, the old gold top in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we were talking about that before we started recording. Custody uh, agreements. Yeah, part of our custody agreement. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick quick recap. When, uh, when we were kids in high school working at the same grocery store, uh, Brad had sold me this guitar. I don't even remember how many... How many hundreds it was, but... Oh, it, not much. Yeah, it, Two, it was... Two, three hundred bucks, man. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a, a good sell. Yeah, at least on my part. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's weird. You start looking back, and you're like, how much gear went through my hands over oh, the years? Yeah. And then you're like, wow, that was actually like a vintage thing. It was mm-hmm. worth this, but I sold it for. I don't want to think about this no more. Yeah, <laughs> it it, it, it kind of hurts your soul a little bit when you think about like how much gear you have, you know, let go, sold, gone through, whatever before you even really understood how to appreciate it yeah you know (laughs) and like we're gonna probably get into with tone and and Mm -hmm. like uh, this little this little amp you have here it's about the about the size of your typical amazon box it's not big at all it's what four by four maybe four by four by four barely yeah yeah Uh, a little cube uh tell us a little bit about this thing man i'm i'm super impressed already so the last time I was here, I was talking about some, you know, uh, products that I'm endorsing and then uh, one that was kind of in the works. And, and this is that one. Um, so the company's Positive Grid and they're all over my Instagram. I, I, I talk about them all the time because I love I genuinely love their products. They don't pay me to promote them. They don't pay me to talk about them. Uh, and over the, the period of the last few years of me talking about them, I had gotten in contact with some of their marketing folks and they had actually sent me some, some products just like, Hey, you get a lot of views. We, you know, you're, you're a positive promoter of our stuff. And so they, they sent me some of their, their, their products. And one of them was this little guy here, which is the positive grid spark mini. So the last couple of times I've here, I think I've brought the spark amp, which yeah. is their, their 40 watt amp. Uh, and, and this one is slightly smaller. Uh, and in fact, it's half the size. It's a third, maybe. I mean, it's it's <laughs> little, but uh, it's um, uh, for dialing in tone. I mean, it sounds really, really good, and it's like wow. 
those guys are up to some stuff, man. I tell mm-hmm. you what, I, I found myself. It's it's funny that it all kind of fell out this way because uh, at a Halloween party, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he was considering a Fender. Uh, what do they call it? Just the hot rod, the the Mustang, the Mustang, maybe yeah. the digital ones. Yeah. And I was like, I love those amps, I really do. Um, so I was trying to give a fair shake, but I kept talking about the positive grid more, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't have one, but I've played through them, and I just can't stress enough that how awesome those amps are yeah and um the options you have i mean the the full-size one you i don't know do you have more or less obviously it's a smaller amp here but so it's actually the exact same Um, now the physical physical controls are a little less literally because of the physical size (laughs) of the amp you cannot put as many knobs on this thing uh so effectively you only have your channel switcher you have the volume of your guitar and the volume of the music that you can play through it. So not only is it an amp, but it acts as a Bluetooth speaker. Ah, so, and the, the, the spark 40 acts that way as well. Uh, but this one has some physical, uh, controls for you to control the output of the music that you're playing through it. So if you're playing a backing track, you know, off your phone, you can control the output of that. That doesn't affect the output of your guitar. Oh, so, um, (laughs) with the, uh, with the 40 watt, the I uh, I've seen these things really utilized in ways that um, I kind of think aren't fair for someone who has lugged around a big ass tube amp for <laughs> as many years as I have. Uh, but the ability to to take something that's compact like that and you can go what plug you can plug in DI you can plug straight into a board and roll with it. I mean, obviously you're limited with power with a, with a, with a tiny little thing, but the 40 watt amp that's. You can make shit happen with 40 watts in a pretty good sized room. Yeah, I, I've I've tested it uh, with a, a few friends of mine. Uh, you know, garage setting, living room setting, and of course, you know, the bedroom home studio setup. And it, I mean, it holds up to a mix uh, for sure. And what I love about it is it's just utilizing the the same software that I use when I record in the studio because usually I don't record a live rig anymore when I'm doing you know home recording. I'm using the positive grid bias effects mm. to software. Mm-hmm. And so you, you get a lot of that same tone just powered into a physical amp now. As far as like uh, tone wise, I mean, this is something that we've we're talking about as we came in here. And, and I've, I've noticed over over the years, like I started out, it was Slash, Dimebag, Zach Wild, Randy Rhodes, those guys. And then I kind of went back in time to the blues guys and these countries too. A lot of the just chicken picking and all those techniques. And because of that, my, my tone preferences has kind of changed over the years too. Like I I don't mean, I mean, I don't mind cranking up the gain. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to dialing things in, um, dialing in a clean channel and dialing in a, a heavily distorted is like very much different, but a lot of the same kind of, uh, headache, Headache, <laughs> preferences, and it's purely 100% subjective. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what are some some uh, starting points you go with typically when it comes to starting out town? Because I know you, you tend to you like, uh, you like tend to go for high-gain, crunchy tone mm-hmm. when you're playing a lot of your, your metal stuff. So yeah. that's one thing I ran into. The only time I actually was able to dial in extreme distortion well was with a Mesa Boogie, but they, they kind of do it for you. Right, yeah. <laughs> Mesa makes it pretty, yeah. pretty low, low maintenance uh, on the user part. <laughs> so, when, when what I've learned over the years, so you know, when you're 13, 14, starting out, and you you get your you know death metal pedal, 
Uh, <laughs> everybody did that. Everything's turned <laughs> up, and it, you know, ultimately everything gets squashed. But you hear so much, you know, just it sounds super awesome. Yeah. Uh, but as as you progress and you mature in your you know music creation, and you your ears are attuned more to frequencies and and you know how to get things to cut through a mix, like we were talking about, less is more. That that's that's the phrase that. I have to keep all. You know, I still have to remind myself of when I'm trying to dial in a new tone for a new song, or I'm trying to try to find a tone to mimic somebody else. You know, it, it's not that Zach Wilde just has insane, fuzzy, super gainy distortion in his solos. You know, less is more when I'm trying to find that. So I, I you know, pick an amp that can model that tone. You know, if I know that Zach Wilde likes to use Marshalls, all right. Then okay, I'm gonna pick a Marshall style impulse, or not impulse, but you know VST, some sort of tone that, uh, if it's not directly from Marshall, it's gonna be as close to that as you can get. And then from there, you know, let, let's start with you know high gain channels. Okay, I don't put the gain all the way to ten. You know, I I will probably put the gain at about fifty percent. So I'll put it at five, and from there I will try to tweak the EQ. On the, on the amp. You do that now, though, right? Yes. Okay, back in the day, I was like, oh, hell no. Oh, I'm no, no, starting no. that motherfucker You take one finger and you just roll it across all the knobs yes. all the way up. That, that, that's how you start out. But as, as you mature a little right, bit, right, you, right. you realize, you know, you can, you can pull it back a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll usually start at 50% uh, across the board on the EQ, on everything. Now, depending on the amp, and that's this is when you get into more tone-houndy business. Yeah. Of like, well, certain amps will start a flat EQ at zero on the knobs, and then other amps will start, you know, at fifty percent. That's where your your flat is on the EQ. So once you figure out where that is, you know, you want to start with a flat EQ and then start tweaking. So I'll get my my amp to a flat EQ and then turn the gain to about fifty percent. And uh, one trick I learned was, as somebody who's tweaking an amp, when you're changing the gain, there's a certain position in that gain range. Where it goes from, you can kind of hear it to where it just goes, whoa. Yeah. Right? And usually that can be anywhere between five and seven on the range. So if you can find out where that is, pull it just before you get to that whoa moment. Yep. Okay? So then that should be You're a, letting out all the secrets, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm a man of the people. Yay. Let's do it. But <laughs> you get you get just before you get to whoa, right? And then you can start tweaking your EQ. If you can tweak that EQ, you know, depending on your style, depending on what your flavor is. Some people go dimey where it's like scooped mids, highs, you know, are up and you get about 3% or 30% bass. You know, that that's the super death crunch metal tone. Uh, then you get into some some bluesy things where you get higher bass, maybe pull back the highs a little bit and then you, you boost the mids just a little bit to cut through a mix. That's... You know, you find your tone through that EQ. Yeah. It could be a three band yeah. on the amp, or you can, you know, implement your own, you know, EQ pedal, you know, beforehand. But you get your gain set, then you get your EQ set, and then from there, if you still feel like you need a little extra something, something, that's when I implement the the pedal board mm-hmm. personally. And you know that that's when you go less is more. I don't have eighteen different overdrives. <laughs> you know, I I stick with one overdrive on my pedal board. Uh, I have a couple of different distortion pedals just because a few different distortion pedals that I like do different things. They sound different. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, even those pedals are tweaked back probably even more because they're only there to 
they, they're what you call flavor enhancers. So it's like you, seasoning salt, people. <laughs> little can actually go way too far sometimes, especially right. when you're talking like uh, like a flanger. Oh yeah, that's one aisle you get way out real real easily with when it comes to those types of ones. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's why, like, I, I really like them as I like to use them as flavor enhancers to not carry my tone but enhance it. So for beginners. It's not a matter of, you know, buying that $200 pedal to make you sound good. It's finding the right amplifier first. Yeah, yeah, I would argue that's, I wouldn't say more important, as important as the guitar itself. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, um, a lot of it comes from the player themselves and the, the pickups and the bridge length. But that's also why when you hear a Strat, you, it's a Strat. When yeah. you hear a Telecaster, you know it's a Tele, it's Les Paul and, and on and on. And kind of that setup of the humbuckers the single coil like you can just hear that come through so i'd say that's first in line but as important as your amp because oh yeah that's your next that's the next stop you know yeah 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 it, it, if we want to go super back it, if you're a starter it's you know what type of music do you want to play and and we i say that you know going back to you know my metallica fandom you know kirk hammett used the telly in a lot of their their songs, uh, and especially when you get into like load reload, when they were doing a little bit more western <laughs> theme for yeah. whatever reason, you know. But it worked for those albums, and but but again, it was a telly for a western theme. So telly is most it's the most used guitar throughout all genres of music because it can be applied to all genres of music. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I don't try to go super high gain with a Strat most of the time, but I'll no. push the gain with a Telecaster. Yeah. For some reason, it handles better. Yeah. I don't know. Something about them. But, and and back to that, too, with a band like Metallica. I mean, when you're talking, like, tone preferences, even with with a guitar player in, their, in that band, it's like, uh, what do you prefer best? You'll get... You'll get the early phase, then they change it up on And Justice for All. Really, they sucked the mids right out of that whole album. Yeah. And uh, they left the bass off, too, did they not? <laughs> is that the rumor? Yeah, this whole conspiracy. Uh, oh, man, it sounds pretty bassy to me. But uh, then the Black Album wasn't... I mean, they changed their tone from that where they added more mid-tones, but their whole entire songwriting changed as well, and that's the big divider for most fans. Well, no, the next big one would be Load, Black mm-hmm. Album. That's a... That's a big departure. Yeah. But that's, you know, around the time I was getting into learning those songs or that era of Metallica, I was a lot more into Slash. And Slash taught me to kind of add mid-tones, mm-hmm. add mids. I, for some reason, I've stuck on that, too. Yep. I and mean, it can be a little much, too. Sometimes it can almost, like, shatter your fucking ears. A little bit. It's too much. But, but again, Slash is more bluesy. For sure, yeah. So sure. he, he kind of brings in that. You get your bass and your, your, your mids. And cut the mix and, and and try and you know outshine Axl Rose and I think he does a really good job at that. <laughs> well, he's usually at the higher end of the musical spectrum. <laughs> hopefully, I mean not anymore. But I don't know, man. When I seen him, he handled it pretty well to the very two, last two songs, and you could hear it was starting to oh, really? get to him. But yeah, for the most part, he did real well. It's been a couple years now. They're getting old. They're getting up there, you know. Um, well, let's take a play us a little bit of this thing. So, uh, is it? Bluetooth in as far as your tone adjustments and stuff. Sorry, man. That was me. Oh. Uh, so yeah, it's um, it's hardwired into your your soundboard right now. So yeah, it has a headphone jack out. Uh, the tones can be controlled because again, there's there's not a there's not an EQ knob. There is a channel knob, but it is simply just a preset selector. So you've got I believe four or five presets 
Um, let me go to the hardware. Yeah, go. I want to take a picture of it. Yeah, so you have you have four presets. You have rhythm, lead, solo, and a custom. Now those are just the preset names. You can you can save any type of tone you want to any of those four channels. Um, but you have access to the full tone cloud from Positive Grid. So just like with a Spark Forty amp, when I was in here, uh, you can control and modify any tone uh, on this thing. So. You have access to their entire library of amp models, cab model sims, uh, pedals, and, and you know all sorts of other effects. And then within the tone cloud, uh, that's user uh, sourced, I guess is the the way to put it. Uh, but it's a user database, so uh, any positive grid user can uh, you know create their own tones and upload it to the tone cloud oh, for all cool. the other users to download. So uh, if you have uh, a song or a style you basically you just type in a keyword so you can say i want to sound like slash you go to the tone cloud on the app uh which is connected via bluetooth to the amp uh so you type in slash and you'll it'll find anything with that keyword uh, you know that tag added to the tone and you can preview it before you download it obviously you know users can rate it so you get higher rated ones first so if it sounds accurate you're probably gonna get a lot of ratings and you know more downloads and you know you'll you know, be popular amongst all the guitar players. <laughs> well, uh, being a, a guy who has modeled his tone after Slash for a lot of years, let's see how close we can get. Okay, so let me let me pull things up here. For those uh, tone hounds listening, we're playing through an L ESP LTD four hundred one gold uh, top four hundred AT. Oh, four hundred AT. Yeah, gold top with Seymour Duncan pickups. All right, so let's see. Make sure we get a good sound here. So that's uh, that's my custom tone that you can download on SoundCloud called 65 Ojive, uh, based off of a, an amp that I think you can guess. Is it the one behind you there? Yeah, the 6505. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, let's go to the tone, tone cloud. I was just saying pause. Oh. Uh, it's not connecting to the server right now. Oh. There you go. All right, Skyler, what do we got going on here, buddy? All right, so uh, we're going to start like this is the my custom tone. All right. And I just went in, I literally typed in slash, and the first uh, tone that comes up is one that's just called Sweet Child of Mine. It's one that has the uh, one of the highest download rates. So obviously, you know, right. it's popular. So let's see here how that sounds. That sounds kind of slashy. Yeah, you very know. much, yeah. I'll, I'll do my attempt to uh, butcher this here. Hang on. I'd give that a, yeah, I'd that, give that... that Four stars for yeah. sure. I would yeah. say that's probably like eight out of ten on like accuracy. Yeah, so that's uh, pretty good. Um, give give, I can't give me somebody else we can emulate. How small that amp is and how good it sounds. I'm gonna have to buy one, man. Right? God damn it! You're 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 making you're making sales as we speak. Positive good not to hire you, buddy. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm open to a partnership. <laughs> hey, it's 13 Step Tone Solutions. We're going to make this happen. Uh, right. uh, David Gilmore, comfortably numb tone. Ooh, and nice. you're doing okay. it through humbuckers, so I want to see some impression, imp- impressive skills here, buddy. <laughs> I can go get my Strat if you want. Oh, I got it right there. Shit. I might let you do that. I'm, I've... Oh, I'm not going to. Last time I played David Gilmore, I got told that I didn't sound like David Gilmore, so... Well, how about this? Let me, instead of doing comfortably numb, why don't we try uh, maybe another brick in the wall? Let's do that. All right. Okay. So here's one that has a bunch of emojis in the title, but says Pink Floyd, another brick. Let's see how that sounds. Sounds like it might be the solo part. That's a little little too crunchy for the, you know. 
Uh, so let's hear. Let's see how the solo goes. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty accurate. Man, yeah. So let, let's do this. I'm going to download that tone, add it to my local collection here. Careful, we might be sued by Pink Floyd and if we play that. So be you know, just saying Pink Floyd Less these days gets seconds. a fucking flag, right? Fair enough. Thirty seconds. Play thirty. All right. Oh, I can play thirty seconds <laughs> of anything. Like, okay. So then I'm gonna find. But know, honestly, it's podcasting. They can't shut down shit. Well, so here's, here's, here's the thing. I'm not gonna play their actual song. So what's great about this app is uh, you can search for songs. You can create your own backing tracks. Uh, they have this thing called Smart Jam, which I've covered before. Uh, with the other amp. So this is the same app. So I have both amps in this app. Oh, okay. Uh, so you just connect to either one. Uh, but with the Smart Jam, like they have a, an AI drummer uh, that can like learn what you're playing. So you'll play like your own little riff, and then it'll play a drum track and a bass track along with you. Kind of cool. they were nice. the drummer with AI. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's been coming. Bassist wasn't that hard, but now they got drummers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now, but but yet you can search for songs. So I like to search on YouTube for like, uh, you know, song X backing track. So here's one for another brick in the wall. So this is just the solo part. Uh, but if we get into some copyright uh, timelines, you just cut me off. Okay? Oh, I'm just no, joking. I, I, <laughs> no, I'm just, I ain't worried about it's it. It's just Pink Floyd's the prime offender when it comes right. to that stuff. So so here it is. Uh, and now if the phone cuts me off, I'm, I'm not responsible for that. <laughs> think that is a fairly accurate tone i'm gonna yeah. keep that in my arsenal i like that well and it, it, it like it balances everything out pretty well for you too so you know you're not coming in over the top you know over the backing track and everything seems pretty well mixed yeah and and all that's done just through the two knobs on top of the amp so none of that's done on the the phone i mean i think you can control the bluetooth you know input from the phone you know like you would on a bluetooth speaker you just you know use the volume knob on your phone but ultimately yeah, you know, you just kind of mix and blend from the amp itself and, you know, come up with your perfect, you know, backing track set. I'm going to do it. <clears throat> Nickelback. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Chad Kroger went full Hetfield. Oh he went reload Hetfield. He didn't even go load yeah. Hetfield. 
Yeah, they just can't can't do it, huh? No, <laughs> it's not that the Spark Amp can't do it, people. This is, is more. He just of a, doesn't want more of a personal thing. I don't know if I want the Spark Amp. It's to a be lack of wanting, as. not a lack of doing. Can <laughs> even do Nickelback. You fucking burnt, start off sparks and shit. All right, who's uh? All right, let's uh, let's throw one, a dime bag. I want to hear your best dime bag that that the the Spark Amp can throw at me for two right. watts. That's got to be. Two to five watts. That's tiny. All right, let's That's awesome. uh, let's try something here. Vulgar dime bag, not not cowboys dime bag, or I don't know, do cowboys dime bag. The 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 mids getting ripped out of it. Yeah, let's see here. So I'm gonna type in dime bag and hope I don't get like flagged by some government agency. <laughs> oh, you got that flag walking into the house, buddy. Fair enough. <laughs> GPS locations. <laughs> let's see. Okay, here. Oh, this is a. Uh, not Tone Cloud. That was the, the songs here. <clears throat> All right. So it's been so long since I even played Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> was that a bit of nervousness there? <laughs> I mean, you're putting me on the spot here trying oh, to man. compete. I, I, uh, Dimebag riffs were one that I eventually just conceded that I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be as proficient as he ever was. Okay. So I type in the word Pantera. And the number one tone that pops up here is uh, just all caps called DIME uh, from a user called Anton. So uh, let's, uh, let's hit the preview button and see what it says. All right, man. Or see what it sounds like. Man, that's pretty goddamn close. That scooped uh, mid-range it sounds like it's coming from another room. That's there, man. Yeah, that's not bad. That is shit. I'm gonna have to concede that I don't think I'm gonna be buying analog amps anymore. Man, like it's really hard to justify. (laughs) uh, Samantha, my wife, if you're listening, cover your ears. It's really hard to justify (laughs) buying new pedals. When I have software like this, yeah, and now I have so- the, the the bias effect software effectively in hardware amps <laughs> that I can take with me to jam sessions that I've done several times throughout the last couple of years, and you know it, it, with Spark Forty, you can do live shows with it. Yeah, like, you, you can play. Yeah, if you want to play coffee shops, that's fine. If you want to play outside venues, you can totally do that too. So you know it, it they're jam packed with features. Um, but you get the convenience of software with the you know power of a physical lamp. Uh, okay, in an effort to to be fair, um, if you want, we can move on from that. Or sure, yeah, uh, I'm going to take the guitar off now. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll talk. I'll set this up. Um, in an effort to be fair, um, what are some of the negatives or maybe lack of user friendliness that maybe you've ran into? Versus, say, like I know you love Walrus pedals, and I like that. I, I, one thing about if you are a gigging musician, a pedal board is optimally. It's it's more user friendly for for the purpose of you can click on click off without having to reach down and blah 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 blah. Right. Okay. So you're asking what are some of the drawbacks to this as opposed to a live rig? Yeah. As as far as um, you've been on both ends of the line. You've been a you've been a, a, a gigging guitar player in a bigger bigger rooms, and you've also taken more of the the online approach now with uh, more of a closed circuit, uh, certainly a, a a jam room session type mm-hmm. setup. So what are some of the negatives that you've ran into in an effort to just be fair with everything? Yeah, no. So I, I think um, 
one one example would would kind of be what I think you're alluding to is you know being able to click those effects on and off. Um, Positive Grid has actually answered one like some of those drawbacks. So let or let me let me take a step back and say the initial drawback when uh, the the Spark first came out was you know everything was kind of static. You know you, they they had knobs where you could turn the effects on and off you know from the amp, but obviously no footboard, no foot yeah. switch. They've actually come out with a Bluetooth uh, foot switch controller called the Smart Control. Well, how convenient, guys. Yeah, I know. They, they're, they're really thinking of a lot of things here. Uh, and, and again, by no way, they're, they're not paying me to say any of these things. These are all features that I, I genuinely <laughs> oh, love. No. I don't have the Smart Control yet, but I'm looking forward to giving it a shot. Uh, but there are some drawbacks to that where it's only four buttons. So if you're somebody who has more than four pedals on your board... Uh, it could be a little bit of, of a hindrance because, I mean, yes, you can use two of those foot switches on the control from from what I've reviewed or what I've seen uh, to switch like banks, and you can you can set oh, okay, okay, I want button one to turn off, say all drives and modulation, and I just want to go to clean, or you know, you can set custom presets, or I want these to be my four presets, so I'm gonna switch to my you know, clean, my solo my rhythm, whatever, and so it'll just change those patches for you without having to click three, four different pedals all at once before you switch songs. But the, I, I think technology would be part of the, the drawback because it's all Bluetooth, it's all battery-powered. Um, so you have that, that situation kind of like what, what I had a little bit ago where you know my, my cellular data wasn't so great. So right. you know, I had to connect to your, your Wi-Fi to get to the tone cloud through my, my phone. So my phone was a limiter in me being able to change my tone uh, outside of what I already had saved on my phone. So uh, if you're trying to, you know, let's say you're in a jam session, someone says, oh, hey, you know, we really want to, you know, pull up this tone. If someone says, hey, you know, let's try Cemetery Gates, <laughs> you know, and you don't have any dime bag tones or anything saved to your phone or to your app. You know, you have to go and download them. So if you don't have a good internet connection wherever you are, then, you know, you might be out of luck. That said, with the app, you can dial in your own tone. You don't have to go download somebody else's. So it, it's kind of give and take. It, it's just a different different way to do things. Yeah. So where some people would consider it a drawback, uh, it's it's just kind of a, a different different path, different way to learn things. So uh, an amp like this, it's far beyond anything uh, beginner me would have ever imagined would be possible. Like like the the end all be all combo amp that had so many different tones and patches to choose from was the Line Six. Spider oh man, when when I was a kid, you know. Oh man, everybody had that. I amp. know, and, and even now the the Spider series is still one of the most popular series, not just with beginners but even some professionals. Like as much as you know, I I don't care for it anymore. But Brendan Small who does Metalocalypse and his own Galacticon uh, albums, he uses uh, Line 6 uh, 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 products. And when I was with uh, my old band Code 22, I had a Line 6 uh, Pod HD500X full processor board. And I will admit, that is one of the pieces of gear that I regret selling because I didn't know how to fully appreciate and utilize a processor board in a like a PA situation i never made that leap i always applied the processor boards to a closed in studio or mm -hmm. or practice situation i could never work it to where i could play that in a live situation yeah and well one thing that really like hit home for me that like oh i effed up was when i saw nita strauss 
uses. Yeah, that's all she uses. That's all it? she uses. She wow. just has this one little board. Uh, I think it's from Boss. Yeah. Uh, one of their GT yeah, 1000, yeah. I think, series. And that's her entire arsenal. You know, she just plugs directly into the sound system. And that's that's her gig rig, you know. Uh, and it makes it super convenient to travel. Yeah. And, you know, it, it really, really kind of changes your perspective on what a stadium rig should sound like, you know. It's raining, fellas. Oh, yeah. Do you hear that? October in Oklahoma. <laughs> Here it comes. Well, tell us some more about, I know you, you're not, a, like, I want to stress, you're not a, a legally or official flagship artist for any of these companies, but we, again, same with me. I'm 13-step tone solutions, but I would totally endorse Positive Grid, and I unintentionally might have sold them an amp talking to my buddy because <laughs> no matter what, I, I even noticed that I was doing it. Like, no matter how much I tried to compliment the Fender, I kept saying, but positive grid does this. And yes. for every X, there were two Ys for positive grid. It had mm-hmm. multiple options. But to our Oklahoma brothers and sisters, uh, Walrus Audio, yep. uh, you're a huge fan of them. I don't know a whole lot about them, but I know they. I've, I, the few bits I've played through them, they are top-notch. Oh, yeah. They, they are super high-quality pedals. I, I probably own three or four of them. Um, I, I, I use them for... A majority of my live distortion gain tones, and so I, I have their uh, Eris Drive, their Iron Horse V2, and let's see what else do I have. Their ARP 87 and Fathom. So those are reverb and delays. I have one okay. of their, their, you know, their their specialty combo pedals. So you get the the reverb and delay in, in one huge box. <laughs> do you know much about uh, Old Blood Noise? I do have an old blood noise pedal, actually. I know uh, they're the visitor. they're here in town. I've, I've we reached out to them through email, but uh, kind of just fell off, and they're busy. You know, I, I'd like to reach back out to them because um, I don't know if they're new kids on the block, but they certainly seem like they came across in the last few years. Whereas, like Keeley, he's been around. He's kind of oh yeah the guy yeah. And then Walrus Audio, I knew they were around, but I had no idea that they were. <coughs> Y'all good? Yep. All right. <laughs> But when I found out they were from Oklahoma, I saw that as as soon as I mean it was around the time I saw they were Oklahoma Central, I saw Old Blood Noise and they're right here in Norman. I'm yep. like, well, shit, this is pretty cool. Also, why I'm not going into the pedal business, we right? <laughs> have to the top three in the country right here in Oklahoma, so I'm going down the pickups route. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us more. Let's see. Oh, also uh, the drop strap. Tell us about the drop strap. Oh yeah, man. So uh, Dropstrap is a company uh, overseas that uh, created a little device that you attach your strap to uh, before it goes to the guitar, and it's a, um, a, a button-pulled adjustable strap setup, which sounds complicated. <coughs> Sorry. No problem. But it's actually super simple. Um, you, you simply just uh, – it has this little knob that goes into the strap, so you know the little hole in the strap – and then it connects to your guitar, so it's just a, a mediary. But it has a spring wound. Think of it kind of like a uh, uh, tape measure. Okay. So it winds up inside. Uh, you pull it out, and it locks into place. So you can fully adjust the you know the length of your strap without having to literally adjust your strap because that can take some time, especially if you have to do it on the fly. And playing different parts of a song usually you know different people play different parts of a song in different positions. So some people play solos and it's, you know, I I would say fact, but it's different for different people. 
I play solos better when the guitar is closer to my chest. Yeah, you're higher on the neck. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like to chug when the guitar is at my knees. Got to get your head filled on. Right. You know. Absolutely. So <laughs> that I mean, the drop strap was a no-brainer problem solve for me. I didn't even know it was a problem until I saw you demo it. They I'm solved like, the problem. Shit. People they, they solved the problem. People didn't even know they had. Yeah, that's perfect marketing. And it, it's that's the perfect product because it, you it, it made something so easy at. So such and, and I, this sounds like a marketing thing again i am no way shape or form paid by Dropstrap, but at such an affordable price i think they're only like 20 something bucks yeah. per device so i i have two of them uh that, that i i have purchased so they you know they they like give me any kind of free freebies or anything like that so you know you're getting a, a full review from me or an honest review um but I, I i'm going to try and get one on all the guitars that i use regularly because it's such a time saver to be able to switch between okay now i'm at a rhythm because you know me i play a lot of metallica so there's a lot of chugging you know a lot of down picking and when your arm is fully extended you get that a lot easier no problem man um but then when when it's time to solo you know kirk even has his guitar a little higher you know it's you know probably a belly button height. i I would argue that slash is the only quote-unquote like lead (laughs) guitar player that wears it as low all the time as he does and still able to pull those licks off Uh, yeah i mean even he has to pull it up to his chest right yeah he he swings it up but again if he had a drop strap he wouldn't swing it up (laughs) but but now talking to you slash but nowadays i think that's kind of his signature like you know silhouette as him holding it up in the air while he's soloing that guy has become a caricature of a human that can be put on a t-shirt i mean it's crazy man (laughs) but yeah so drop strap is is one that i i am what I guess you would call an endorsing artist. So as an artist who has done live gigs, who does studio stuff and, you know, now just, you know, regular jam sessions and stuff, I'm definitely an endorsing artist for drop strap and walrus audio and, and hundred percent for uh, positive grid because I, I, I genuinely enjoy using their products. So it has nothing to do with marketing or or flashy you know hoopla it's just these products that i have purchased i've tried and i absolutely love them to a degree that i probably you know couldn't do some of the things i do without those products you know i I certainly couldn't model the tone that i do on my live rig without walrus audio i certainly couldn't model the tone that i record with without positive grid and i certainly couldn't play as comfortably as I can without drop strap at this yeah. point. Um, I would argue same. Um, uh, I would I would promote those products as somebody who is not being paid by them either. And especially like the drop strap, like you said, it was like we've all thought that while playing. Like, man, why can't I just pull this thing up and do yeah. this part? And then you've, it's all hits you, but then it's like you see someone actually has that strap out, and you're like, oh. That's always been kind of in the consciousness, but it's just never been an option. So yeah. here we go. <laughs> and you know, when when you're you're buying a strap, you know, one of the first things I look at is like, how easy can I adjust? That? Yeah, <laughs> you know. So th- that's why I hardly ever go with like a leather or a rubber style, or you know, or a faux leather strap because adjusting that is just going to be just so hard. You know, you always just go with the the standard Ernie Ball yep. nylon yep. strap. Just slide it in place. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, man, thank you so much for coming on. Um, 
we can start wrapping her up, I guess. I know you're you're losing your voice here. Uh, <laughs> I do want to put this out there, just in the consciousness on on record, that um, definitely sizing you up to be a a flagship um, artist to work with to create a pickup. I don't know what I know. I'm I'm leaning towards the single coil set with a guitar player named Brandon Robinson. He's a he does a, a Jimi Hendrix spot with his band and he does a lot of the stuff that requires that. So I'm like, man, eh, be good. I know you're more on the humbucker side. Yeah. So what are some, uh, what are some of your favorite traditional wound pickups that, uh, you kind of lean towards? Maybe give me a, a starting point here. I, I mean, honestly, like sing, uh, Seymour Duncan's the, like the 58, like yeah. the ones on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I mean, those, those pickups have probably been the most versatile, so I can say, you know, EMGs all day long or, you know, oh, they're they're fantastic yeah, because they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. EMG 8581s are my Game go-to changers. hardcore. Like, if I'm going out there, balls to the wall, like, that. those are the pickups I'm using. However, that's what they're good for. High gain. High, high gain. gain. Yeah. If, I, if I wanted to pull things back and, oh, I don't know, do another brick in the wall solo right. without a Fender or, you know, Stratocaster, that's the only guitar I have that I can pull that off with. Huh. So, right. and I, I attribute it to those Seymour Duncan pickups. Well, I'm going to have to, uh, that'll definitely, uh, I'm going to make the moves on it. I'll have a, I'll have a shit started by the end of this year. I want to have products out. So I'll definitely, we'll definitely be in touch. Hell yeah. You let me know. Um, yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, it's also shit your pants terrifying to start a business, but it's going to be fun if nothing else. <laughs> I believe in you. you can do this. <laughs> Uh, anything, uh, tag shout outs, how can people get a hold of you? If you got maybe, uh, somebody who maybe just want to talk, talk recording or maybe hire you for a, a spot if, if they're out there doing creative stuff. Yep. Uh, currently I only have two social media platforms that I, I operate on regularly. One is Twitter, uh, and that is at Skylar Tutor. And the other one is Instagram, which is at Skylar.Tutor. No Facebook? In these, oh, no. I mean, well, I mean, Instagram is Facebook. Well, but. the election's three days away. You don't want to read that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, man. Me neither. Thank you so much for coming in, man. Um, like I said, we'll be in touch, and we'll definitely, uh, hopefully, by the end of this year, we'll have a demo for you to make of a thirteenth step tone solutions pickup live on the local earshot. That'd be fantastic. At Skyler Tudor. Tudor. Yep. Actually, I just realized that uh, that was wrong on the Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so my, my handle has changed recently, so it's at Full Metal Hackett. At Full Metal Hackett. Yep. I like that. Yep, because I, 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 I post uh, mainly on Twitter uh, cybersecurity matters. Okay. Uh, it's more of my professional social media, right, I guess, right, right. you know, quote-unquote professional. Uh, so was that like a reference to Full Metal Alchemist and Hacker? Full Metal Jacket. More metal, yeah, more, more, full, more metal full Metal Jacket, jacket okay, but, yeah. you know, because my primary gig is a uh, paid hacker i like it. right and right with, right with no, i got the hack it yeah. part i, I was I like, like, like the full metal part i'm like oh, yeah, what yeah, is that yeah. reference so, to because yeah. i don't know how nerdy you are or if it's like you know a nerd <laughs> thing or if it's like you know like like uh the movie the no movie. so yeah so for twitter it's full metal hack it all one word and then instagram it's at skyler.tutor all right skyler tutor thank you sir pleasure jonathan uh if people feel so inclined to help us out tell them how they can do that 
All right. The uh, local earshot podcast, uh, we run on the value for value system. Basically what that means is that uh, you listen to the show and if you feel like you got value from what we uh, gave you today and then uh, you just kind of put that into a number and then you send it right back to us. Uh, there's many different ways to do that. You can go to our site. It's uh, the local earshot.com. There's a tab that says donate. You can click on that um, and you can uh, you know do donations there. We take crypto. We take cash app. We take Vitmo. Uh, we don't no longer take PayPal, so um, I cut that one out. Um, and then um, as for artists, if you want to be on the show, then uh, you can hit me up at john at the local and uh, or Brad on our Instagram page, Woo! the local earshot. Uh, and just uh, talk to us and we can get you scheduled out for a date um, to come on the show and talk about music. Um, and then just when it comes down to it, thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you're a business or if you're like, um, you know, someone inside the industry and you want to promote the things that you're doing, either shows or do shout outs for events or anything like that, then, um, we can, uh, we do sponsored episodes. Uh, so if you want to sponsor one, then you can hit me up at John at the local air shot or on our Instagram page. So thank you for listening. Folks, be good to one another out there. Love your sisters and your brothers. We love y'all. We'll see y'all. Bye-bye.